Welcome to the Network Marketers Den, the ultimate podcast for network marketers who are looking for ideas and knowledge to grow, develop, and level up their network marketing business. I'm Janet Metzger, your host, and I can't wait to share with you what we have today. Welcome to the show. Hey, everybody, it is Janet Metzger of the Network Marketers Den podcast, and I'm really, really excited and I've been waiting a long time to get together with this lady. Um, been watching her company, and I actually got to meet her. Melissa Shoup, she is the CEO and the founder of Java Mama. I just love the name, Melissa. I, I really, you. really do. Um, and Melissa has been in the direct selling business in some form or another. Her company is actually based in Pennsylvania. So she's a longtime direct seller. And it, But it wasn't until 2017 that she really felt a calling, if you will, to serve the selling community during her years of sale, using her years of sales and training and corporate leadership, because she does it all. Java Mama was created to be a company that's built on transparency, relationships, and we just talked about this, Melissa, trust. So, so important. (laughs) So, so thank you and welcome. I'm so glad we've been, we've been able to get together. So, so what did I miss about you? What else should everybody know about Melissa? Oh my gosh. (laughs) Um, Let's see. Uh, I think just from a business standpoint, um, I, I'm like, I would say I'm an accidental CEO. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I didn't like expect okay. a lot of this to happen the way it did. So okay. um, I, I just, every day is like, I'm, I'm still settling into my skin. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's good. You know, because, because if it, when, when sometimes I hear people say, well, it's on autopilot. Well, autopilot's kind of boring. So you're never bored. Oh, good God. No, <laughs> no. we are always, um, we actually have sort of a different framework for our direct sales business. So a lot of people um, or a lot of companies, they put out um, maybe one catalog a year and then like a, a beginning of the year and then maybe quarterly or, you know, by, you know, by yearly or whatever. But um, we do launches every week. We do something every week, every week. Oh my gosh. Tell us about that. That's amazing. Wow. I'm tired (laughs) listening to that. That's amazing. So every Tuesday is um, our Tuesday special. It's T-W-O-S-D-A-Y. Okay. There's always two things and we try to make it $22 or $20. It's all the play on the twos. So um, that's usually a core product and that like something that we always have and then something to go with it that is only available on Tuesdays or on that Tuesday. On that so, particular Tuesday. Yep. And then um, Monday or Mondays are restocks. So if, you know, as we get new things in, they all get put up on the website on Mondays. Um, okay. Replacement products. So things that may have been out of stock. So every Monday people can go in and look and see, oh, yep, I was out of this. And, you know, now they have it, so I'm going to buy it. So every Monday's restocks. Tuesday are the Tuesday deals. Um, Wednesday we do take a break. <laughs> and to then, breathe. Um, okay. Thursdays are always our like almost always like our big launches. So we'll have either a mystery box special, like a themed one. So Halloween is coming up, or the holidays. We'll have, and that'll be available for one month, and um, or while supplies last. 
Okay. Okay. Because uh, there is a finite number of things that I purchase to go into each box. Sure. Sure. So clearly Java Mama, it's about coffee. Yep. It's about tea, but there's a lot of other things. And I was more. Yep. scoping you out. So tell us a little bit about the more. What else is well, there? The mystery boxes are have been really big for us and they also started out accidentally. So um, I had to take some time off um, to take care of my grandkids when they first started to live with us to get them settled and into services and stuff. And so I was, I was really out of pocket for about four months and um, things started to ease up at home. So I started going in half days and I saw that the one girl I had working for me, when she didn't know what to do with something, she would stick it in the back of a closet. Okay. It was like product. So sure. when I was in there looking for something, I saw all this product in the back of this closet and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you know, uh, Easter is over, you know, Valentine's day is over, but there's all this product that is still left and it's just kind of shoved in the back. So that's how the mystery box was born. I just, you know, kind of built this cool little box full of random stuff and I priced it out, you know, based on what we paid for it for wholesale. And then we do shipping is free and that's how we made a mystery box. Wow. Oh, those and, are so fun too. Oh and gosh, such great values. Like I never thought they would. Now we specifically buy things for the mystery boxes. We don't just take, we don't even have old product anymore. That's my, great. My marketing team is so good. We usually don't have anything left. Right. Right. Wow. Wow. So, okay. So it's not just coffee. It's not just tea. It's mugs and all kinds of different yeah. things. We have mug of the month that starts at the beginning of every month and it's a themed month or it's a themed mug. Um, I did have one right here, but someone just grabbed it from me. So, um, but I have a whole bunch kind of behind me. Okay. Um, okay. They all have different sayings. So every month, you know, 12, 12 mugs a year, it's a different color. It's a different style. It has different sayings on it. Most of them are coffee and funny sayings. Sure. Sure. Well, and, and we just celebrated National Coffee Month, Coffee Day. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, that, that must have been a big deal with you guys. So well, oh, it was. that is so cool. That is so cool. And, you know, for a direct seller, it's a perfect fit because I always say the best kind of direct sales you can be in is in a consumable, you Absolutely. know. And that's why we chose coffee and tea. And it just started out as coffee and tea. And when I was putting everything, I... I typed everything in the website myself as, you know, before we really launched. And actually, um, today is our four-year anniversary. <laughs> oh, wow. Congratulations. That's Thank amazing. You. So that's pretty funny. Yep. October 1st is, is a big day. You know, that's when we launched the website and then we took consultants a week later. Okay. Okay. And, and you've had, so it's only four years. And the growth that you have, when you shared this with me, because I think people need to hear the journey of why you decided to do this. But let me tell you where the company's sitting right now. This blew me away. You started out with a thousand square foot office, kind of sort of warehouse to a now, listen to this, 25,000 square foot warehouse. I can't, that's humongous. You've grown by 400%. Yes. So let's give everybody the, the short version of your journey of how you went from 1,000 square feet to 25,000 square feet to how many consultants do you have now? Or 
Um, over 3,000. Over 3,000. Okay. In four short years. Yes. Clearly, you had a vision. So tell us a little bit about that journey. Well, it started like I was just ending LuLaRoe, but my husband and I weren't really sure what we were going to do. So um, there's always this, um, it's called All Home Days, and it's in Elysburg, Pennsylvania. It's a little fair kind of, and we've always done it. We did it with Usborne, we did it with LuLaRoe, and we've always had the same spot every year. So when we were starting to, um, you know, discount our LuLaRoe prices, um, at that fair, we came home that night and we're like, you know, what are we going to do next? Like, we want to continue because him and I love to work together. My husband, Brian, is just fantastic. Um, and we were sitting, literally sitting at the kitchen table. And I was like, well, if we're going to do something, we, we need to make it consumable because just like leggings, you know, I heard so many times that season oh, I have enough. I have enough. I'm good. I'm good. It's too pricey now. You know, I have other things I need to spend my money on. So I said, well, we're going to have to do something food-based. So then we talked about um, coffee and him and I both have enjoyed coffee. It was one of our passions when we first started dating. Oh, wow. Um, Okay. And then like we learned how to do a French press and a mocha pot and, you know, it's just, and we're always trying different kinds of coffee. So we decided on coffee And then that night we built out and then he was like, okay. So he grabs a legal pad and he starts looking up the prices of coffee, like green coffee, you know, so it could get roasted. And I'm like, well, you're too far ahead of me. Like we just need to have someone drop ship it to us. So I found someone that could do that. And then he got down all the pricing and how much we needed to make to cover expenses and rent if we rented a place. And then by the end of the night, we had our, our three tier um, leader plan, um, a PNP almost done. <laughs> wow. In one day, like 1am and we were buzzing. Like we didn't even have any coffee, but we were so excited. <laughs> That's amazing. That is amazing. And, and here you are today. I, I, I just think that that is so great, but you know, the, the thing that I'm feeling and hearing in between the lines is that you pick something that you were passionate about. Because if you're not passionate about it, because I, I, this isn't a 40 hour a week job for you guys. I know that you're, you live and breathe Java Mama. Um, yes, you know, um, having been in these other companies, all great companies, all still with us today. And like you said, you wanted to go with something, um, something consumable. But regardless of the company, what are some of the things that you think are so, so important that you look for in a business and what you have incorporated that our listeners would want to look for in their direct selling businesses? Well, I do. I believe in the power of the relationship and it's any relationship, whether you just met a person and they're an acquaintance or they're a long-term friend. And when you join a direct sales company, sometimes you're pressured to kind of like hit your friends list really hard. Mm-hmm. And while I can agree with that to a certain point, I think sharing is a much better way to do it instead of just hitting everyone up saying, buy this from me, buy this, this is on sale. So start conversations. If you know someone likes coffee, then say, hey, you know, I just joined this really cool coffee company. Why don't you check out the website? Let me know if you have any questions. Or if you just met someone and you see a lot of mugs on their, you know, if they're always holding a mug in their picture or whatever, sure. You know, 
just talk to them about like, oh, you know, what do you like to drink? And, you know, do you collect mugs and start getting to know the person before you just hit them up for a sale? Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and uh, you know, what I'm hearing from you is you just have to be aware of all of the all of the other things and not go right to selling, if yep. you will, because, you know, the fact of the matter is that people purchase from people that they know they have a relationship, but you also had a big word that was so important to you. Can you talk a little bit about trust, how important trust is to you? Oh, yes. And, you know, as you bond with someone, whether it's over coffee or tea or even just the love of direct sales, that bond will begin your relationship and it'll flourish it if you respect it. And with that relationship, then you build the trust and then people start to believe what you're saying because they know you're, they know you have their best interests at heart and you're not going to sell them something they don't need. And even if it's just as small as coffee or as big as um, like a, a weight loss kit, I mean, they're four or $500 and right. you really have to know the person that you're purchasing from, if you're going to drop four or $500 on something that could be life-changing. So that trust aspect is really important because I know I wouldn't just give someone $500 and, you know, would they ever contact me again? Are they going to support me in my health journey? But you sure. know that before you put down that money and same with even if something is, you know, $15 bag of coffee, you know, you, you know, that it's been fresh roasted to order and it's been packaged a day before it got sent to you. So, right. but people aren't going to believe that if they don't actually have something going on with you, if they don't have even a small relationship. Absolutely. And, and you know, the, the thing about trust, you know, as we talked about it, it doesn't, it's not flip a switch. It takes time to build that trust, but it doesn't take very long to lose that trust either. Oh, Absolutely. And I even, I know that with the shipping problems we had last year with just, you know, the post office and how like kind of slow they were. Well, we just got notification today that it's going to be just as bad, if not worse as last year. Right. So, and right. what's is that that comes back on us and that hurts the trust of our customers and our consultants. So um, we're going to start having the conversation very early on about expectations and shipping. Because right. I would rather exceed someone's expectations and tell them it's going to take 10 days than tell them, oh, it'll be four. <laughs> yeah. And it takes <laughs> 10. Absolutely. Not trust me anymore. I, I've always said undercommit and over deliver. I, I, I think that's really, really important. And, and you know, for, for our listeners, um, as, as you are in your business, it's kind of the same way. You need to let them know ahead of time because it does not matter what the company is. There are going to be challenges in, in Q4, and that's always our, our biggest time. So, you know, one of the things that really attracted me to wanting to talk with you, and, you know, again, I, I don't want to say it in a bad way, but we kind of stalked each other a little bit and, you know, learned a lot. But one of the things about your company that really jumped out at me that I think is so, so important is that you are a member, that Java Mama is a member of the Direct Selling Association. Because right now there are so many companies out there. Many are outstanding companies, but tell us a little bit about, you know, why you're a member of Direct Selling, 
the Direct Selling Association and what that means and why people want to be with companies that are, are in the Direct Selling Association. Um, <clears throat> the first company I sold for was Usborne Books and More, and they were a proud member, and they still are, of right. the Direct Selling Association. So I didn't know anything about it when I joined them, but being a part of companies that aren't a part of the DSA, um, you can, there, there is a difference because they don't take their PMP um, as, I, and I, I can't say that for everybody, but I know from the places that, you know, I've been involved in, um, you know, the PMP is much different. It's laid out much differently um, with- can, um, can, I, I'm sorry to interrupt. What is the PNP for those that don't know? Oh, I'm sorry. Policy and procedures. Okay. It's basically yep. what the consultant or distributor um, abides by to stay um, in compliance with the company. Right. But our policy and procedures have to be in compliance with the Direct Selling Association, which has a very, very high standard of ethics. And um, we have to report on everything, um, complaints, you know, all the whole gamut. You know, you have to answer to a higher power than just you me, the CEO. And um, I think that's a really good check and balance. And then whenever we want to change anything, I actually, um, I, I think he's moved on, but there was a lawyer at the DSA that was very, very kind to us in our very early days. And he helped me write our first PNP. So it was compliant. Right, right. That's so, so important. And, and I'll tell you why, you know, you, you might be thinking, well, I don't need to know about the Direct Selling Association. We all know. I, I don't, I've never talked to a direct seller or network marketer that hasn't had, well, had this said to him, well, that's one of those pyramid schemes. <laughs> and when you can say, proudly say that you're a member of the Direct Selling Association, and I do know that level of compliance, it's not an easy thing to get. So I, it, it, again, there's that trust factor. There's that trust factor. So I congratulate you and the company because that is not an easy thing to do. I know how difficult that was. The, that was one of the first things I told my husband that we had to budget for was to be a part of that because Good that's how you. important it was to me from the very beginning. Good for you. That that is amazing. Um, so, if 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 I was a brand new direct seller or somebody that's been in the business a long time, what what would you say are one or two or even three strategies that they could use to build their business that would ensure their success? Um, I do think that just starting with the relationship, I can't say it enough right. and respecting any relationship that you have first and foremost and sales come second. And if you're respecting that, the sales are going to come faster if you're respecting the relationship you have with each person on an individual basis. So that's what, like I said, that's where that bond begins. And then the sale can happen. It can happen naturally, or it can just be like, Oh, Hey, you know, you like this and I sell this, but that can be the relationship. But if you're going to, when you start, you know, you start with friends, family, you start with your Frank's list. And I like that list, but in that in that way, you still have to keep in mind who you're talking to. So if you're going to sell your mom something, you want to make sure she needs it, she wants it, and you already have that relationship. So she's going to trust you. And you don't want to say, oh, you should join under me. 
you know, buy this big kit. You're going to love everything in it. And then she gets it. And she's like, I don't know how to use a French press. Like you, you sold me things I don't need. So you kind of have to tailor all of your, um, all of your um, promotional speaking to the um, audience that you're trying to reach. Right. And, and if you don't know them, how can you tailor it to them? Right. Right. Okay. You said a word. I love this. I know it, but Frank's list, what is a Frank's list? It is um, friends, relatives, acquaintances, uh, neighbors, and kids. Kids is like, um, you know, the PTA, the teachers, uh, the friends of your kids, the parents, you know, sure, their friends. And so you kind of go out, out, out as you start, but friends are first, relatives next. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. And, and uh, you know, when it comes to bringing people on board on your team, and I didn't, I didn't put this in our, as we did our pre, uh, pre-questionnaire, um, what would you say, what, what advice would you give to somebody about wanting to build a team? Um, who they would want to put on their team or just building a team in general? Um, I think your, your best customers are your best teammates because they're easier to convert. Well, you're already purchasing all of this. You, I mean, what about 20% off, Right. you know, buy the small kit, you know, put what you want in it. And now you have 20% off for life. Right. And share with others, but you're right. Absolutely. You have to love, you have to be a product of the product. Not saying you have to love everything, but you, but you have to be a product of the product. So, um, so now I'm going to go a little rogue here. You didn't know about this one. What do you <laughs> like to do when you aren't working? I don't know when that is, but what do you like <laughs> to do when you're not working? Um, my husband and I like to spend time together when we can. Um, he likes to do outside work, so I will watch him. <laughs> Or That's a great relationship. Pick out, you know, trees or plants or whatever. Um, but what we really like to do as a family, because we have a very large family, we um, have a um, a summer cottage in Lake Cayuga in Hammondsport, New York. Okay, okay. The Lakes, so we go there and um, now we only got to go there twice this summer, but um, we still, we get like eight weeks to go if we want, because we share it with um, my sister-in-law, my mother-in-law and my other sister-in-law. Okay. So we all okay. get like in, in February, we start and we just pick the weeks and we kind of go round Robin. Okay. Okay. Um, guilty pleasure. What's Chocolate. your guilty? Chocolate. Oh, I agree. I agree. Uh, Hershey, oh, a king size Hershey bar any day of the week. <laughs> How close are you to Hershey, Pennsylvania? Are you pretty close? An hour and a half. Okay. Yeah, that's I'm like cool. an hour and a half from everything except, except Pittsburgh. Except Pittsburgh. Okay. That's a good, that's, that's a good three number. hours. <laughs> okay. Then I have to know this. And this is probably going to be a really tough question for you because I am a coffee drinker and I am excited to try some of yours. If I made you tell me right now, what's your favorite coffee that you, that you guys offer? What would it be? Volcanic moon. Okay. Okay. I saw some, um, pumpkin spice. It's, it's October. So the pumpkin spice. So, okay. Oh yeah. All of our volcanic moons. Moons are out. Okay. 
I used to love flavored coffee. And now if we, if we get it, we'll, um, if I bring some home, we'll cut it half and half. Okay. I'm like a purist now. <laughs> what a, a coffee snob, if you will. A little bit. There's nothing I, wrong with that. I you bring my own pour overs and coffee when I ever, whenever I have to stay at a hotel because the hotel coffee is so bad. Oh, it's bad. It is bad. It, it truly is bad. I agree. 100%, 100%. So, uh, well, Melissa, I, um, I've never been excited about coffee until I met you. Um, I mean, I, I drink my coffee every morning. You know, I, I grew up as a real young kid. I was drinking coffee literally when I was four years old because my, uh, my mom was born in Italy. So we drank coffee. So it, it's, it's in my blood, if you will. But I'm excited to try. And I am going to try Volcanic Moon. But you have a special offer for our listeners. Do you want to share that with them? Actually, I do. So if they head on over to um, javamama.com backslash sample. Okay. Just fill out that form. I'll send them a free sample of coffee. Ooh. Well, I'm definitely going to be doing that. Definitely doing that. So, um, but I, I will tell you, Melissa, um, it is, I know I have friends that have started direct selling companies and, um, you know, have, I know the work that's involved, but I'll, I'll tell you the one thing for anybody that's listening, you know, they always say, oh, you should join this company or that company. Think about the culture. And, you know, sometimes people talk about the ivory tower, but you are, you are uh, feet on the street. You're doing it. Oh, you absolutely. guys are doing it. I mean, my husband is, he roasted the coffee and everything for a long, long time until we turned it over to a couple other people. Now we have three roasters and then Brian, he's the top and he makes sure they're doing it right. And so he'll come and he'll grab a bag off the shelf. He'll open it and he'll be like, yep, that looks good. Or whoa, wait a second. That's too late. Who's doing that? And we'll find out and he'll retrain them the way it needs to be. So no ivory tower here. You nope. are, you know, exactly what's going on and and uh, the, the other thing I know is that you always have the consultant's best interest at heart, because when you do that, you're always going to win. You're always going to win. We do. Um, everything we, we ch- anything we change, we do to better them. Um, I still haven't made a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> that's you get paid in coffee. How about that? I mean, right? Eventually, I would certainly love to get paid, but, um, and I do sometimes, but for the most part, um, you know, any type of growth we're still putting into the company. Now we're going to buy the next artisan roaster when it comes out. And then, um, down below me, I sit, I'm on the second floor on the first floor. We're opening up a shop. Okay. Probably Monday. It'll probably open Monday or Tuesday. So, wow. You've got so much going on. No wonder it was so hard to nail you down to, to do an interview. Well, the internet wasn't <laughs> helpful either. We, the right, internet was right. Last week. Yeah, but, you know, you control the controllables. But, uh, well, again, I want to thank our special guest, Melissa Shoup, who is the CEO of Java Mama. You can refer to our show notes and um, you'll have all the information about the company, about Melissa, how to uh, reach out to her, and, of course, how to get that free sample. And I know you're getting ready to be crazy busy with the holidays, but um, 
as far as I'm concerned, I drink coffee every single day. It does not matter how warm or how cold. So I'm looking forward to getting my sample and I'm going to try that volcanic moon too. That's, that's the right. one I'm well, going to give a so shot. So, I appreciate it so, so much. Well, thank you so much. And I want to thank Melissa and I want to thank our listeners of the Network Marketers Den. And we will see you in the next episode. Take care, everyone. And we'll talk real soon. Thanks for listening. This podcast was designed to help you, the network marketer. If you have a specific topic or struggle that you would like me to cover, please send me a message. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with others. Tag me, Janet Metzger, on social media or leave a rating and review. For more tips and tricks, join my Facebook community at the Network Marketers Den. Thanks again for listening.